Welcome back to another special episode of the Epic Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce. This is episode 141, and I'm joined online once again with my co-host, Sneaky Pete. How are you doing, Sneaky Pete? Man, I'm good. I can't complain. Uh, about to be done with school forever, hopefully. So, Hallelujah. <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't get a master's degree unless you uh, know what you're getting yourself into. So that's all yeah. I have. Oh. Already got one, and I still don't know why I have it, but I have it anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I teach ele- I teach elementary school, man, and I got a <laughs> master's degree. Could I tell you why? Nope. I had nothing better to do, so yeah. I went back to be a stu- to be a student. I uh, I got a master's in disaster, so we'll find out. There we go. Holds water, and and uh, we'll see what what happens. But for now, uh. Thank you, everyone, for showing up uh, and showing out for this edition and this episode. If you like what you're hearing, our content is always on the Lotus Council website, and it's circulating on various Discord servers. Please join us for some magical fun. Bruce, take us away. No problem, man. It's it's a big night. I even put on pants for this one. Dude. (laughs) All right. So, um, as always, folks, you want to get a hold of us. Um, feel free to reach out to us. Um, the ways to reach, reach out to us are in the show notes. Um, so if you want to email us or social media, whatever is your favorite thing, go ahead and get a hold of us. All right. So we're going to start with segment one. We're going to start with some garbage or great. Up next, we're going to start with um, this one here. This thing is absurd. Um, it's a reprint. It's called Night Exemplar. One white, white freak. Human knight. It's got first strike. It's a 2-2. Two, two. And it says other night creatures you control get plus one plus one and have indestructible. Now, this is coming out re- being reprinted in the uh, March of the Machine Commander deck that is a, a nice themed deck. And you get this absurd knight that makes all your other knights um, crazy pants. So tell me about this there. Is this, how, how good is this, my friend? Yeah, I mean, like any tribal lord, there's always going to be huge payoffs for for the card in general. I it's funny that a lot of lords are three mana, man, for the most part. I don't know if you noticed that, but mm-hmm. depending on the creature type, of course. I mean, there's Death Baron for zombies. There's um, elves. They have like two or three of them, of course. But this is subtle, especially we were talking about this before. Uh, uh, we were reviewing the notes for this episode, but imagine you clone this like three times. You'll just yeah. blow somebody. I mean, if if you're able to put hex yeah. onto this card uh, very easily and very quickly, your opponents won't know what to do. Um, and like, you could just be mean and just like play Helm of the Host on it or something and just stack it out um, with mm-hmm. word wipes and you're opponents will cry I, I mean for it's not an aggressively statted creature by any means but indestructible and commander is like the bee's knees so yeah good, that's, good enough for me right this, this is yeah this is going to draw a lot of attention because of the key grant set keyword of indestructible so if you're already a knight's theme deck you're going to love a knight's exemplar um personally i don't like it when they put lords that have keywords that like either hex proof or indestructible or something that makes it difficult to interact with your opponent's stuff now i recognize why they do it 
They're doing it because Knight's decks are going to presumably be under pressure to folding to mass board, mass board removal. Um, so, you know, a Wrath of God style effect. And that's why they put that indestructible line of text on there to sort of shore up that, to try for balance sake. The unfortunate reality is that when, they, when this card was designed, it was designed for going into one-on-one -on -one formats like draft or standard, where you'd have a, a knight's deck in standard, not built into commander, where now it's built into commander, where now you're giving them all sorts of other crazy tools to do exactly what you were describing, Pete, with the helm of the host or the, or the clone effects. Like if you clone this, right of replication is a real card. It makes five copies of it. Right. And now you're now all your knights are pumps plus six plus six and are indestructible to the gills. And you haven't done anything yet. Like so personally, this sort of effect I don't much care for. I really feel like sort of again, an outmoded design philosophy that Wizards had that I think hasn't translated as well to um Sort of with the way modern sensibilities are. Now, is this card is a card not good? No, the card is excellent. Like if you're buying that new March of the Machine Commander deck, don't take this card out. This card is insane, and it's just I wanted to point out how this could be a card that um, has uh, there are costs to it in the sense of if you start playing this and your game plan is to repeatedly right to replication or helm of the hosted or do whatever your play group is going to have a take, take exception to that. Um, if that's your strategy, because you just, you literally turned your deck into something that is extremely difficult to interact with on any level. So, um, just put it with a cautionary tale there, folks. Um, as you look at night exemplar, the card is outstanding. If you're in night, if you're going to play a night deck, you're asking your commander, this card sort of slots in as, a, as the second creature in your deck. Because it's there aren't a ton of other lords in knights. Like, there's a few, but there's like things that reward like soldiers and warriors, but not knights as frequently. So, um, you know, Knight Exemplar is, you know, probably your preeminent uh, lord effect. So, card is outstanding, just be mindful. Be mindful of what this can, what this does, because um, the, uh, the blue white spirit one is the same way. Um, uh, the captain, you know what I'm talking about, right? The we'll draw school, one white we'll draw school because uh, draw school captain. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so if you again, same thing. If you get multiples down, either because you can copy it, you give all your things hex proof, and since they're spirits, they probably fly. It all fits in the same sort of thing. Like, people object to being unable to interact with your things. Like, how many games did Invisible Stalker ruin by just being Stalker plus equipment? You can't interact with it now. Uninteractive games are not fun. People don't dig it. So, just something to put in the back of your brain when you're looking at a Knight Exemplar. To, to keep it in your deck, for sure. Just think about it. What are you going to do with this card? If you're planning something degenerate, maybe think twice. Just say it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess most people are just going to keep it as a simple way to keep their tribal deck running. 
Yes. Um, I think it's just a good example of uh, a Lord that does almost a little too much for the tribe. Yes. Um, and overall, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a neat card. And I mean, it's, it's not as cool as the next one we're going to do, but it's, it's, it's good. You know, (laughs) it's it's certainly, certainly good. All right. What's the next card we got? So this card, um, it's a little bit more pricey, so it's not necessarily a budget card and it's, it's $8, um, on average because it was only printed one time. Um, this card works very well with tribal decks. Actually, if I think about it, um, it's called Cream of the Crop. It's one colorless and a green pip uh, enchantment. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may look at the top X cards of your library where X is that creature's power. If you do, put one of them, those cards on top of your library and the rest on the bottom in any order. So it's basically like a scry effect, but mm-hmm. green. So if you're playing like big creatures, like a lot like green loves to do, or you're making tokens like green also loves to do, you're set because you'll be able to just tailor the, any draw that you make. This also works really mm-hmm. well with that new March of the Machine card, the triple green enchantment. Um, yeah. That is ETB triggers. Tribute, tribute to the world tree? Yeah. So, like, one of my first thoughts with, with that is with tribute, you, you, you have a creature enter. Uh, you get to trigger the cream of the crop first, and then you get to draw a card if, if it's three or greater. Otherwise, you buff it. But mm-hmm. like making creatures larger just seems good enough. But with the cream of the crop tailoring your draw, I think it'll push the card even more like up in terms of the level of shenanigans you can do with it. So it's a versatile sort of enchantment that can play in any green deck, I think, personally. Yeah, no, the card's outstanding. Um, the fact that you're pretty much going to be able to pull whatever you need to the top um, is outstanding. Um, yeah, like that's like so very neat um, effect that you don't get very frequently in green decks. So um, the uniqueness of alone makes it really interesting. The price tag is a little bit pricey for for what we usually talk about here on the show, but no, by no means is it outside the realm of like it's not like it's a three hundred dollar card or even a fifty dollar card. It's under ten bucks. If you were, if this was something that you felt was a good addition to your deck, it would be still be at a price point where. It's not outrageously priced, so um, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if this sort of card reappears in a, in a as a reprint here shortly. Um, it's, it's sort of the sort of card that you might see them slide in a. It's sort of obscure enough and expensive enough that putting in, a, in an upcoming commander deck, just sort of just slide it in there for a giggle, would be enough to bring the price right back down to under a dollar, probably realistically. Right. So. Um, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if you could afford to wait on this for a while. The beauty of playing commander is that there's no rush to go and buy whatever cards you want because you're not playing at a pro tour next week. You're playing at your friend's, in your friend's basement or your, or at the LGS or wherever. And if you needs to take you a little bit of time to get a cream of the crop, then you could do so. So anyway, really neat card, really obscure. I'd never seen that card. I had no idea what it did. So that's, uh, Pretty neat effect um, in green uh, on, a, on an enchantment, which is undoubtedly going in my in your green enchantment deck pretty readily. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna dive into this new announcement that that Magic mm-hmm. had 
that had uh, kind of dropped on the players. Um, recently, with standard and the rotation cycle is now changing. So we're going to do what we do best on the show and try to keep things positive. But uh, we have some concerns, of course, like any mm-hmm. any sort of pessimistic uh, Magic players that we are. Um, but we, <laughs> we really do believe, I guess, that uh, Magic is in our best interest and uh, that we'll be able to uh, find a way to appreciate this new sort of ruling so bruce do you want to start it off i mean i i'm excited to talk about this but also i'm dreading it a little bit so go for it just send us away yeah so what we've had now for the for as long as i can remember playing magic is that the the standard rotation cycle is that you know standards uh, a, a set's lifespan in standard is two years at the end of two years um the the pre the oldest year of stats would drop off. So we were looking at rotation coming up this September, and uh, we were going to lose Crimson Vow, Midnight Hunt, Kamigawa. Is there one more? Was there a summer set? There must be one more set. Oh yeah, Fusion Capen. Those were the four sets that we were we are looking to lose um, come this September when rotation occurs and whatever the set we would, the standard set would enter into rotation in the fall. So we would be left with um, Dominaria uh, United. We get the Brothers War, um, Phyrexia all we won, March of the Machine, and then we get, uh, and we have whoever the new set coming into play would be. Um, so what Wizards decided they were doing, the people have complained bitterly about the change to, or sort of how expensive getting into standard is, and essentially the standard isn't really very viable for most people these days. And they've decided that the solution to this is to extend the rotation cycle to now encompass three years. So what's going to happen this upcoming fall, actually no cards are going to rotate out of standard, and we won't see any rotation occur until September of 2024. Which Wizards couched it in terms of allowing people's decks to remain viable for more time. Um, and there's some of that that I think actually has some merit. I think it might not be so terrible. Um, but there's some other stuff about it that I, I have some grave concerns about at a foundation level. Um, but yeah, so but let's talk about like we want to talk about how if this is the ruling and this is what's going to happen. How do we? as players like make the best of the situation that is being dealt to us because we can complain about it all we want. I, I don't know that that's going to go very far because wizards has already made their decision up. They've obviously collected data somewhere, whether it's a poll or sales data or something else. Um, so they obviously think they've got a pretty good idea of what players want. I question whether they actually know because I think they're going to find that most players are dissatisfied with the solution. But anyway, well, um, I think well, go ahead, though. go ahead. Pete. I was going to just say, like, uh, kind of like the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. You have to really work hard for those years before you get to the big, like, the big shift in terms of yeah. like competition. I. uh I think they need to consider 
like how they approach uh like set design and card design if they're going to extend it by another year because a lot of players are going to get frustrated with the lack of diversity in metas um but then also if they're releasing a lot of product i'd rather that they give us time to actually uh kind of digest and disseminate yeah. what cards are worth playing and not playing what cards are gonna help with the meta uh like in terms of healthiness of like the diversity of it um and then also like for commander um just how do we how do we adjust with the prices but also just the demand of cards because obviously they haven't done a great job in terms of print runs the last few sets um, my, my largest fear Bruce I guess to get it out in the open is they're going to start releasing way too much product for standard to actually be able to handle because if they release 8 sets a year and we have you know 3 years worth of sets that's like 24 sets of cards we have to keep track of that's what a, over a million cards at least um, um, I can't do well, the probably well, if you think each set is roughly 250 to 300 cards times 24, you're not getting that. You're, you're, get, you're not getting that many, but yes, I get your point is taken. You're getting a lot of, you're getting a lot of new cards. Um, I'll just try to sort of speak to something. Like, let's, let's try and put a few, a, a little bit of a positive spin on it. So one of the things Wizards has, has talked about how it could, that could occur in this situation is that right now people are unwilling to invest in standard because their decks fall out of standard so quickly, whether it's because the the lack of multi-blocks or multi-set blocks has meant that mechanics sort of end up being standalone and they don't always necessarily link one to the next. Whereas like when you used to have the three-set block, you would have three similar takes on the same sort of mechanic so that you could, or, or they would occur all the way through all three, all three sets meaning you could build a cohesive deck around X strategy. So, for instance, Constellation was one that was existed in Theros, um, or Devotion is another one that Devotion retain, was retained throughout Theros, um, right, for, for better or for ill, because the mono-black Devotion deck at the time was a bit of a menace. So, but, like, that mechanic persisted across multiple sets, whereas now, because we're getting single standalone sets, those mechanics sort of are like one and done. So we're not going to see any new toxic cards. We're not going to see any cards with unearth pop up. Like I think oh, a, like a, a proper unearth deck would be really fun, but yeah. there aren't enough cards to support that in current standard. So what you end up having consequently is a lot of mid range piles um, because everyone, like all the standard players are going to forego the, 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 the unique mechanics and instead turn to the obviously powerful things like the Shieldreds or the Blood Tithe Harvesters or the Fable the Mirror Breakers, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. the, you know, they're really hoping that if, with having things available for three years, people's decks become viable or they can build complementary mechanics in so that your Knight's deck gets some Knights from March of the Machine. And then after Eldraine this fall, like Eldrian will have some more knights in it because there's because of the 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 realm of of Eldrian having knights 
well, maybe you get another cool couple of nights to go to piggyback off of what March of the Machine has done. That's the hope, right? And I, I kind of hear it. I kind of see it. Um, I really do think that there can be done. There can be more done to explore some of our mechanics. Like Toxic as a standard deck is going to get totally dropped if it hasn't already because there's no supporting components for it in anything else. So, like, it's not going to get any better than it was right now or right when we came out with um, Frexia All Be One. By next March, it's going to be totally obsolete as a deck. Right. Because everything else has gotten good cards, but Toxic has not. Toxic has remained static. So that's the hope here, folks. Um, the other, the other piece... Of, oh, go ahead. Do you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. Just like the other, the other kind of uh, situation that we could find is... Um, like, we'll just divulge into more of, like, the control-based... Like, I noticed in... In in brawl, especially in arena, that everyone like kind of hates on creatures. Like, there's so much removal that you yes. can't play it. You can't really realistically play a deck that's centric around creatures and hitting in the face. Um, um, and when when the meta is predominantly one or two particular colors, um, that that everyone's running black, for example, in this current brawl, if they're running mm. deck on the meta or or white control and then in standard um it's 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 similar in terms of black control white control blue full control uh you know some combination of that um and then of course the grixis control is is premium right now it seems for mm -hmm. the yeah. standard but um i'm just concerned that like everyone's going to run the same archetype in like I don't know, a, a, a similar combination of colors rather than playing like a traditional aggro deck or a traditional sort of tempo deck that's mid-range yeah. focused. And then control deck, you'll have people splashing colors um, just to add that removal in there or whatever, but not actually like you're just spinning your wheels at this point in terms of deck construction and as well as yeah. like thinking about the meta and how to sort of do it differently. I think the beauty of Commander is that like we're not tethered by a three-year rotation. We we have more flexibility to do fun, janky things. Where standard, I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case. Um, so yeah, I, I think what you're, I think what you're what you're alluding to is the fear that there's going to be ban. They're going to, they're going to need to institute institute bannings, not for power level, but just for diversity's sake. And I'm not sure that's really something that Wizards wants to engage in. But they're going to have to. If you're going to leave exactly. Sable the Mirror Breaker in in a, in a, in standard for three years, well, every deck that can touch red is playing Fable the Mirror Breaker. Yes. And I'm like, do you want like 70 plus percent of your decks? Like the, the stats of the recent Pro Tour, over 50 percent of the decks that were in the top eight were running, or sorry, no, over in the field were running Fable the Mirror Breaker in the deck. Like that's crazy. That's so many fabled mirror breakers, but the card is so good. Why wouldn't you run it? So, well, yeah. um, you're yeah, just gonna I mean, get you're gonna, you're gonna get diversity bans. Just like fables gonna get banned, and so is children. Oh, what's what's the next new deck? Oh, we're gonna have uh, an Elishorn deck with a whole lot of tokens. 
Well, okay, so that runs rampant for six months, and they ban Elish Norn. And while they're at it, you know, let's just ban a few of the other Praetors, because they're pretty big things, too. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're banned 10, 15 cards, and we're back to where we were with Eldraine. And everyone's annoyed because they don't want to invest in Standard, because their deck could get banned out from underneath them. They haven't spent not quite, a number of, quite a number of dollars on their cards. They don't want to lose the playability of them. So it's not... It's not all it's cracked up to be, for sure. I I want to ask you a question, Bruce. So, mm-hmm. do you think, like, what if they went opposite in terms of their term limit? So, instead of, like, a three-year term limit, they went to, like, a year. You know, or, like, they just did two sets and they rotated two sets out as they replaced the next two in, in, in like, a quick way. Yes, like, you mm-hmm. have, like, maybe they do three years, but they but they have a way where they'll rotate two sets because they keep release let's let's face it they're going to milk this and keep sort of releasing yeah. as much product as they can release to fill up i guess more and more uh sort of decks and and <laughs> yeah port for for stuff and and push more product would it make sense to like have like a, a deck and you retire the deck you can bring it out you know in a limited capacity um and play it like in a standard sanction event, maybe you are only allowed to play Ooh. round or something, and you have to switch decks um, or something Ooh. of that nature. That would probably be better, I think, because the the decks still don't lose value, especially in best of three. Yeah. So, but you're not faced with the. I know the sideboard is a huge deal, but like, let's maybe we think about this differently in terms of instead of banning things, we we fit we we kind of. Think about how we can make standard more interesting, I guess, in that sense. So, okay, so I think the idea of moving to a more uh, a faster rotation or rotation cycle or rotation cadence, they expo- they explored that, right? It wasn't that long ago during Avacyn restored block, they announced that they were going to go to an eighteen month rotation. So uh, you'd only ever have six sets in standard instead of eight. And the community freaked out over that to the point where Wizards immediately turned tail and put it back to being the two-year cadence, which resulted in some very peculiar um, formats because of the fact that there were cards that existed in Standard that really were never designed to play together. So particularly, you know, anyway, that doesn't matter. That's a whole other point. But like, there was cards that were in standard that weren't really intended to be played together. Um, and so the community really spoke quite loudly that they didn't appreciate the shorter cadence. Um, and I kind of understand why. Because, like, the way th- with this three-year cycle, Pete, even you or I could, you know, if, if we don't buy a ton of cards, but you buy a couple of packs here or a couple of packs there, you got some for your birthday. You got some for your, you, you know, you, oh. you, 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 you just open a few packs as you go. And you might be surprised what you open up and how you could turn those into a deck. If you know that you have time, time is on your side. Kind of like, that's kind of the appeal of Pioneer or Modern, right? Like, you could build your deck over time and acquire without um, without too much trouble, right? just gradually accumulation of things and this would be no different so i you know that's sort of i think what was trying to appeal to i i don't know how successful it's going to be 
like the gradual incline, the gradual, the person who's a casual player and builds their deck gradually, I don't think is a thing anymore. That demographic isn't real. Yeah, yeah I mean, like that's only, that's not a person only, anymore. The only casual things I can really think of now is just is sitting down with some friends, playing some precons, you know, like with your friends. Yeah. You know, or even yeah. limited. Limited is the luck of the draw anyway. Um, it's a competitive yeah. format, but everyone's at the same level playing field in regards to what access they have to cards. And there's still a jank feel to it because you have to make your deck work somehow. I mean, and nothing yeah. is perfect. And you could, on paper, build a perfect deck and still go 0-3 or 0-6. Yeah. I mean, I've done it before. I've done it about two times this year, really. <laughs> really makes me upset, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess to like put a pin in it, um, we'll just have to kind of adapt with regards to um, just like balancing what's worth investing in. I think we talked right. about this, yeah. like we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago with financial sort of how you, how would I get how would we get into magic um, in terms of like monetary costs. I think um, Arena is a good place to start in terms of testing out how standard will work and then testing out how this affects a more constructed mm -hmm. form. Um, yeah. So standard on Arena is a, is, a great, is a great tool to help, help you spend your money wisely. And that's also a positive outlook of, of, of doing the three-year rotation is like all my standard Brawl decks will be legal for a while. Um, most of the cards will be legal. So that's really nice because that's what I've started to put more of my time into the last year and a half or so. Um, so it's nice to see that that they're kind of giving a little bit more love to certain uh, like cards and, and, and archetypes and stuff. Mm. But in terms of like our reactions, I think we'll we'll see that more so after the two year bubble is still around, yeah. right? So like, yeah, the I, 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 yeah, I think we're really going to find that come like March next year when we've had of the 12 sets we're going to get, we've had 10 of them. We're just going to look back and say like the format hasn't hasn't evolved that much. No, and sure. and I think people people are going to be dismayed by that. Um because the, we're going to be still getting the wandering emperors and the bank busters and the fable mirror breakers and the invoked despairs and the shieldreds and stuff like that. All right. that stuff is going to still be running around, making for the same, essentially the same decks. Will there be new pieces? Yeah, sure, but like they're not, they're not innovative. They're not creating new archetypes and spawning, spawning new decks. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think like I think again, like it comes back. We're kind of full circle here with regards to mm -hmm. set and card design. I would rather if they're going to do three years. They should slow down their production of cards, but they're not going to necessarily no, do that. that. You know what I mean? So, like, if they slow down their production of cards, right, and they allowed us to digest the format, I think the three-year thing would be perfect because we wouldn't have so many cards that we have to kind of sift through. And then, mm -hmm. the like, if we wrote, even if we went, like, one by one and rotated, like, a set out, as we got through three years. So maybe we started with, I don't know, at the bottom end, like five sets, and then we got to seven, and then we got down to five again by rotating out a certain uh, two, one or two sets per that three-year 
cycle, I think that would be like some sort of mathematical. I'm not a math guy, but some sort of like (laughs) based thing that allows us to realistically gauge how we can do this. I mean, um, I just think that I'm kind of glad I don't play standard because of the fact that I'd have to sit there for three years and suffer through Grixis control. And yes. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff like that. I mean, I've seen it on arena. I have like my buddies and I play that style on arena cause it's fun to win sometimes mm-hmm. when you have a bad day and you just want to kind of make someone else suffer a little bit. Um, you have a bad day. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. It all over again. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I guess we'll find out what what the pro players say about it. What the the standard LGS free goers yeah. say about it. I guess we'll find out in due time. But for me, for me, I think the silver lining. There's two potential silver linings here. But one could be that we could might because we might see um, the shelf life of these cards be extended. That there might be less pressure put on the prices of them when they initially come out directly into play. Um, and so if things don't spike as hard right off the hop, when the prices do tail off, they may actually descend to places where things are reasonably accessible for people and help, you know, sure, the standard players and constructed players buy the bulk of the cars early, but then you're going to have this tail end at the end where commander players are going to have the chance particularly the budget ones, to get in and pick up cards after the fact more more affordably. I think that could be a real opportunity for us here, which is a little bit different than what it is right now, whereas right now, because of the, the sort of the relatively short time frame of standard, standard cards come out, and everybody, including commander players, are rushing to pick up the card. We rush to pick it up as commander players because we have to, because right. the standard players are all going to buy them up. If we know that this product's going to be available for three years and you could find, you know, th- that Fable of Mirror Breaker or that Invoke Despair easily, you know, in six months, then that crush may not be there. And you might see that sort of the, the demand curve not be as steep and it sort of be a more of a gentle wave and the price come to a more reasonable price more uh, a little bit earlier. Sure. So that's one option. And I think the other one you already touched on is the fact that Brawl might actually become a viable format because, again, people object to Brawl because their their deck rotates. Well, if your deck doesn't rotate as quickly, then you can get more enjoyment from your investment. People may be pre- prepared to explore Brawl as an actual place to play. Right. I um, I think, like, I think, um, I know we were going to talk about, um, like, some of these cheap pickups for March, but I think we can save it. I think... Um, this conversation has been excellent, though, in regards to putting into perspective as a perspective person going into like yeah. standard and, and looking at just how do we balance the, the sets and, and how do we look at um, the synergies and kind of look through the, you know, the chaff and stuff, as they say, um, we'll be pleasantly surprised, you know, like. There's synergy out there that is waiting to be explored. And I think giving people that time to really sit down and think and, and review and, and research, I think the extra year will actually help with like people being creative too. So that's a nice yeah. consideration. Yeah. 
regarding and regarding like standard and 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 modern and some of the other constructed uh formats i think it'll be fun it'll be fun to see some jank ideas like one of my favorite decks i just saw recently online was a dude made a modern deck where he could get that convoke dinosaur out on turn two sometimes (laughs) that was really cool yeah i mean so like there's some potential there for some of the fringe, more fringe sort of uh, groups and of of play to see some interesting builds too. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, Bruce, I, uh, I, I, I'm really excited to see like some of these uh, new ideas that you'll bring to the table as well in regards to this new sort of uh, cycle too. So. Well, think- we'll certainly we'll certainly see what it's all about, won't we? Because uh, with <laughs> having some of those cards from Midnight Vow, uh, Midnight Hunt, and Crimson Vow kicking around, like there's some really powerful cards over there. Like we're gonna get, you know, the the big blue horror. You're gonna get Toxrill. You're gonna get some of those wolves or the werewolves are gonna stick around. Like there's gonna be just some really powerful cards that are still gonna be hanging around. So yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens, see how people put those put those cards into play. Um, beside new cards that come out next fall with with Eldraine, um, because normally that's not a thing that we get to. So it'll be really interesting. But you're right, I'm definitely looking at the clock tonight. We'll save some of these other things there, folks. Because we were going to spend a lot of time. Um, we spent a lot of time unpacking this. I think we've done a pretty good, a pretty thorough discussion of it. But uh, we had some other stuff we were going to share with you guys. But we'll share, we'll bring that back to you next week or or down the road. Um, sort of uh, sort of come full circle to uh, March of the Machine and sort of put a bow on it before we get to Lord of the Rings in a couple of weeks. It feels weird to say in a couple of weeks, like it's but it doesn't feel like it's that far away that we're going to be looking down Lord of the Rings. Man, I'm going overseas, right? So I'm I'm leaving on the fifteenth of May, and I'm. Coming back June sixth, and I feel like when I come back, I'm leaving on a jet plane. Sorry, <laughs> after after not, I know you're old, but but uh, it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna be like, wow, there's all these cards. I just don't know what to do with it. Like I'm I'm still exactly. I'm still looking at older sets that came out in the last year. Like for commander cards that I want to play potentially, yeah. um, I just I think I think we'll we'll find better ways to manage it. Like anything else, um, I think we'll adapt in kind. So, if that's yeah. my last word for tonight, I just I'd like to say thank you to our audience. Uh, you know where to find us if you want to mm-hmm. contact us through email, through Discord. Please do so. We love talking about magic. Um, we just love the game so much. So. Uh, I mean, that's all I got tonight, you know? Yeah. I, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, so thanks, yeah, for me too. Thanks very much, audience. Thanks. For, we really appreciate you stopping in and spending some time with us tonight. Um, wherever you explain magic, take care, everybody. Have fun. Be good to each other. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>